0: This is episode number one hundred and five with Turhan Ozen. Welcome to Transform Talks, the only podcast that cuts straight through the hype and noise on supply chain transformation. I'm Maria Villablanca, the CEO and co-founder of the Future Insights Network. Join me as I uncover the stories and delve deeper into the topics that really matter to you. Turkish Cargo is the cargo division of Turkish Airlines, and it's the fastest growing air cargo brand globally with bold ambitions to become one of the world's top three air cargo brands. Now, while most air cargo companies were hit hard during the pandemic, Turkish cargo actually propelled forward and grew their market share to 5%, while the global air cargo market actually shrunk by 28.5%. So how did they do that? Well, in this episode, I'm joined by Turhan Özen, the chief cargo officer of Turkish Airlines, where he leads Turkish cargo strategy and has been instrumental to their growth. That's why I'm excited to hear Turhan unpick the four pillars behind their exponential growth and to find out how they're planning to shake up the air cargo industry with their new Smart IST hub, the biggest and most advanced air cargo facility in the world, which will have the annual capacity to sort 4 million tons of cargo. This industry is due for a considerable upgrade, and Turkish cargo is keen to lead the change. In this episode, we find out how. Now let's get started. Turhan,
1: thank you for being here. Thank
0: you, Maria. Thank you. Pleasure to be here with you. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for our audience? Uh,
1: I have almost uh, 30 years of experience in my professional life. And that is always and mainly throughout the supply chain. In the first 10 years, I worked for uh, big automotive brands as a a logistics and supply chain uh, executives uh, in manufacturing. Uh, in aftermarket automotive and in their total supply chain so that taught me a lot to to lead and organize a complex supply chains for typical uh, automotive manufacturers starting from early 1990s uh, until 2003-2004 uh, then i joined to trip, 3pl third party logistics mm-hmm. providers contract logistics organizations where i was managing first uh, warehouse and transportation operations then business development and sales and customer services again for uh, such third-party logistics and contract logistics uh, services for let me say another uh, seven eight years on mm-hmm. on top of the first 10 years and later i moved to forwarding side of the uh, logistics freight forwarding portion Ground, rail, road, mm-hmm. uh, cross docking, and obviously air forwarding as well. And now, since 2016, uh, after 25, 26 years of uh, experience in different parties of, uh, in different parts of the supply chain, since 2016, I am working as chief cargo officer mm-hmm. of Turkish Airlines. I am reporting to CEO, and I am in charge of the whole global cargo business unit of Turkish Airlines and the brand Turkish Cargo as a sub brand of Turkish Airlines. So now uh, working in the air cargo carrier part of the air logistics and air supply mm-hmm. chain I-, I completed the whole supply chain uh, round trip uh, in different of the uh, logistics management and supply organizations.
0: Well I, I love I love how you've had your career across the whole area the whole almost end to end of the supply chain and logistics world haven't you
1: yes indeed uh, that's a very deep experience because mm-hmm. uh, supply chain is indeed uh, is all related to orchestration of the mm-hmm. all the fragmented uh, parties or components mm-hmm. uh, th- that's that's all the logistics management is about it, that's yeah. why uh, it's said that logistics management in general supply chain is a people business, no matter automation, no matter yes, technology yes. you have, because you have to communicate and you have to align to, to value chain in order to really create a value for your end customers through very fragmented, uh, sometimes very different uh, stakeholders of the process. Yes. Therefore, when you are in the, let's say, first party receiving of uh, logistics services from a manufacturing uh, company perspective you see a different angle of the uh, supply chain and logistics management when you run from a contract logistics or 3pl perspective this is again another perspective angle mm-hmm. that puts you uh into the uh into the orchestration of yeah. uh, of your uh, assets or uh of of the uh, of the different solutions uh for for specific customers and when you became like a uh liner uh, or cargo carrier and then you really uh, work again for the same final customers Mm -hmm. Customers are Mm -hmm. always the same who owns the cargo who owns the logistics uh products that should be shipped from somewhere in the world to to another place in the world maybe to store in the warehouse or customs and with all the handling and transportations involved uh, then that's certainly a complex uh, process but if you look always from the uh from the main purpose of the final customer and yeah. go backward uh, then you have the total visibility you, you know it's um what's
0: interesting to me is is what you said about how it's a people first business you know people yeah. first no matter what the automation etc and i think that's that's something that leads to a lot of failures for a lot of companies is the reliance on just technology and, and and failing to see the role that people play. But I'm I'm sidetracking. I, I want to ask you a bit about um, about Turkish Cargo, which uh, from what I've been reading has increased its market share, uh, whilst the global air cargo market share has shrunk in general. Um, you know, it's been a difficult year. But I know that you guys have huge aspirations. You know, to make Istanbul the logistics center of the world. Uh, You have huge plans to operate uh, multiple flights. And um, so I want to know a little bit about uh, the fact that you guys seem to be, Turkish Cargo is the fastest growing air cargo brand in the world. Uh, And uh, you have a lot of agility built into your business. These are the very important things that a lot of our supply chain leaders are talking about, agility and so forth, you know, and building resilience. So how I mean, I've got so many questions. How do you grow mm-hmm. in a moment, you know, when everyone else is is you know in a really difficult environment? But uh, what has been your biggest challenge this past year?
1: Well, let me first uh, answer to how 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 do we this performance track huh? how how yes. do we perform or did we perform so well in, in the last uh, indeed in the last five to six years uh, or mm-hmm. C-A-G-R, uh, average mm-hmm. uh, accumulated growth rate is uh, almost 15% in chargeable weight wow. wow. uh, on average per yearly average. So that basically, we are almost doubling our volumes, our, uh, our weights, mm-hmm. our transported volumes uh, every three to five, five years uh, on average. Yeah. We, we started with a big a, a vision. The ambitious vision is where you have to start. I mean, that's really... You know book 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 point huh? you can learn this from all the uh, business uh, uh, books and etc but yes. we definitely had to develop a strong strategy a dynamic mm-hmm. and strong strategy behind the vision the vision is very clear for us now since 2016 we are saying that we will be within the top five the best three top three and best three of worldwide global air logistics value chains, one of one of them, we will be one of these uh, best three and in order to be top three, you have to be really in the best three. Uh, and uh, when it comes to strategies indeed, uh, I can uh, brief in, in in four pillars, we call it the four pillars of the strategy for Turkish cargo being in the level of worldwide global air cargo and air logistics companies. The first one is related to the to the specific location, geographic location of Turkey, and in specific, Istanbul, uh, Turkey and Istanbul is literally country and hub to the center of gravity of global air cargo traffic. You, yes. If you really run a very, very simple optimization uh, uh, um, uh, algorithm to really uh, define the where the central gravity lies, mm-hmm. it is closest to Istanbul. Uh, currently in the Black Sea, just 100, 150 kilometers in north of Istanbul, and slowly moving to eastward with uh, the increasing weight of uh, China, Hong Kong, and uh, general uh, Far East uh, producers uh, mm-hmm. for uh, air cargo products. And uh, therefore, the first pillar of our strategy is related to location, the network. Yeah. Turkish Cargo, is Turkish Airlines in passenger, uh, since many years, uh, Turkish cargo now since two years. Uh, she's the is the carrier global cargo carrier, which flies who flies the most countries in the world. Okay. This is this is the same for passenger as you know, the Turkish Airlines is the network carrier with the highest number of country that you can reach in terms of international uh, passenger transportation. And now since 2019. Now, uh, since two years this is the same uh, valid point uh, for uh, air uh, turkish cargo in the global air uh, industry we are mm-hmm. flying to 97 destinations with freighters wow. and uh, this this is only with freighters with our total fleet of 25 freighters white white body freighters we are flying more than 280 destinations Uh, with our passenger crafts, uh, with our belly capacity. So this makes Turkish cargo and Turkish uh, Airlines cargo business unit by far operating the most extensive uh, network, cargo network, air cargo network worldwide. Even during Mm -hmm. the pandemic peak season, like uh, last year, uh, especially from March to May and June, where for the most of the northern sphere, the pandemic challenges, lockdowns, mm. uh, were very, very uh, common and widespread. Uh, we kept we kept this network by uh, engaging our passenger fleet for as of passenger freighters, using right. the passenger fleet of especially B777s and A330s of passenger crafts only for cargo only uh, mm-hmm. transportation. We sustained we sustained most of the network that uh, I mentioned in terms of number of destinations just a couple of minutes ago. So even during the peak time of the pandemics, uh, this network of uh, Turkish cargo sustained as, as by far the largest uh, network that you can rely if you are a global mm-hmm. producer or distributor, if you are a mm-hmm. global logistics service uh, receiving company, uh, an organization that was one of the few uh, and by far uh, the most extensive, the the largest one in terms of uh, global network. And we will we are committed to increase this uh, network coverage and the frequency the depth of the uh, network as well, in order to make sure that for any of our customers worldwide, Turkish cargo is by far the largest and obviously the uh, the, the, the re- most reliable uh, network cargo carrier. So that that is making the first pillar of our strategy. This is mainly related to network location hub and spoke strategy because we have the minimum detour, minimum uh, rotational deviations mm-hmm. when uh, you 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 cross stock and you uh, centralize your hub in Istanbul for the major trade lanes uh, in the world from east to west and from north to south the second is related to technology in our uh, in our strategic pillars we believe that uh, very similar to other parts of uh, logistics and supply chain air logistics and air cargo carrying is a very fragmented industry yes you have you have first mile agents or logistics organizations you have customs you mm-hmm. have handling agents uh, in the airports you have the import management tarmac management which is also mm-hmm. very important then you have uh, uh, cargo carriers uh, the airlines like like turkish airlines and turkish cargo which carries from port to island. and then yeah. you have again our customs and handling uh, organizations and you have the forwarder for the uh, last mile services or uh, warehousing and when the shipper receives it he or she definitely needs a very customized service for yes. with the best efficient solutions and uh, with the best uh, responses and with the best services that he or she can uh, and she should receive here this fragmented let me say industry. value chain yeah the, uh, industry, value chain, yes, yeah. But, yeah yeah uh, yeah it, it 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 was obviously very difficult to run it as an integrator part so that's mm-hmm. why maybe now 30 years 40 years back the big integrators were integrators mm-hmm. have integrated their system door to door including last mile and first mile and last mile with their mostly organic organizations or maybe dedicated agents and see mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that since now last five to ten years uh technology the digitalization yeah. to enable this fragmented value chain partners to act as virtual integrators. Okay. Because if you digitalize, and if you are successful to run your digitalization, throughout your partners, throughout the stakeholders, vertically downward and upward into mm-hmm. the supply chain, which is also the value chain, like with your funding companies, like with your forwarders. And if you can run such a Virtually integrated organization. We see that these organizations can be quite agile, quick responsive, and still efficient, very co- very cost effective. Because, and and give you visibility and give you visibility. Yeah, and the visibility indeed indeed. Therefore, we see this trend, and we we want to make sure that Turkish Cargo makes a kind of uh, pioneering lead in mm-hmm. uh, let me call uh, logitech. Logistics where the logistics and technology overlap. So, technologies that can leverage the logistics practices and logistics activities radically and drastically change or very efficiently uh, manipulate or change. And not only in the hubs, yes, the hubs and the terminals, where you you have the handling and warehouse management Mm -hmm. and cooking. Technology is very important, a lot of automation. But also, as you said, in terms of track and traceability, uh, because you have to provide the full visibility throughout this yeah. fragmented value chain or supply yeah. chain. So uh, we put our second uh, focus of our strategies into the technology pillar. Yeah. And uh, we developed our technological levels in the last five to six years from a rather uh, moderate levels to To some extent, uh, into the advanced levels, and for the next three to five years, we are definitely aiming to run some state-of-the-art technologies that can pioneer or that can lead the the industry from a, a technology application perspective, from, a uh implementation mm-hmm. uh, perspective. The third one is related to product. We we are not after uh, general uh, services and uh, general product uh, deliveries with the uh, uh, minimum uh, uh service ons or quality and yeah the value <laughs> let say in general uh we are mainly after uh, leadership in premium product right managing the products as premium and high high level high quality and reliable service uh, deliveries. therefore we are testing significantly into our product developments and their uh, compliance quality and that's the third one Uh, yeah and the the last one is the most important uh, in order to run the first three uh, properly and effectively that's people Uh, without having highly uh, initiative highly uh, team workers Mm
0: -hmm. with
1: uh, dedication uh and strong strong appetite for for success uh, yeah. then it is really difficult to compete in such high level uh, competitive industry like uh, air cargo and air logistics industry therefore again since last five to six years turkish airlines investing intensively to do to its uh, resources as, as, as a resource of human resource management not only in terms of training uh, and development, but uh, from from selection to uh, career management, uh, we are uh, investing significant uh, focus, significant time, and uh, resources uh, to make sure that uh, we are working with the best teams uh, who have the appetite to be uh, not the best, uh, but in what in what they do uh, worldwide.
0: Well, especially if you think about the your ambitious plans. You know, with your ambitious plans, even with the right location, even with the right product, even with the right technology, if you fail at the people side of things, then you really will not succeed with the huge aspirations you have. Um, no. Now, you've recently opened up an advanced hub in Istanbul called Smart IST. Uh, is that Smart right? Is- you- yes. Yes, yeah? so smart, exactly. smart. Exactly. That's why I, I thought. I. IST wonder...
1: is for Istanbul, you know. Uh,
0: uh, but That's so... why I love it. I love it. Smart, <laughs> IST, smartest. You know, you've got some good people in your PR. I've got to say this. You've got some good people in your PR. Uh, so c- can you tell us a little bit about the thinking behind the sub, uh, this hub and how does it work? What technologies are powering it? T- tell us, you know, all, all your thinking about it.
1: Uh, this is a multi-phase uh, projected big hub building yeah indeed the picture is behind yeah. <laughs> for, for your for yourself maybe not much, for the podcast uh listeners this this is by far one of the uh, largest single uh, roof air cargo buildings worldwide with a really? total uh close with a total closed area of um, close to hundred thousand square meters Hundred thousand square meters very close to wow. us uh, but we are not after the being the largest or the biggest in the network. Yes, we should be the most extensive, the widest, the widest network. But in the in the business, we are not after the being the uh, largest volume carrier. That that basically means you you handle your products as commodities, and then you limit your focus to provide additional value for your customers. Yeah. Because yeah. why, which makes, what makes supply chain and logistics so sophisticated and so difficult, also so fragmented, is the customer's needs have different needs. They they, 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 they have their own specific customization requirements. It yeah. can be related to transport, it can be related to handling, it can be related to type of the product. It can only be related to related cost, but still, uh, millions of cargoes are moving worldwide in air cargo. And I can say that thousands of different expectations are there. So we uh, we, we realized that the only way to really make uh, all of your customers, most of your customers, if possible, all of your customers very happy uh, with in the higher volumes, then you need a you don't need the largest building, yes this is probably one of the top 3 or 4 uh, in terms Requirements. of sites right yeah, yeah. Uh, we we are now as the name indicates the smartest we are after making this building the smartest hub air hub in the world uh okay. with 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 its people with its processes and obviously with its technologies as well uh we are, initially uh, defined several high-level technology uh, setups into the building. And they are either about to start or just started. Uh, however, we also put into the portfolio several pilot tests in terms of some, some technologies that are either uh, very, very new to air cargo or even some of them quite new to the overall industry of logistics and supply chain as well. We are, for example, uh, testing and uh, working into test of different var- variable technologies, Okay. augmented reality like augmented reality glasses for order picking in the warehouse, yeah. augmented reality glasses for loading and unloading of the freighters by load masters, because yeah. that's a quite complicated, sophisticated task. Uh, with different levels of flight safety and security requirements, mm-hmm. plus the optimization of total saturation, the utilization mm-hmm. within the freighter. So that's, that's both safety, security and optimization uh, of the volumes and weights at the same time, which makes also quite challenging optimization algorithms yeah. uh, to work behind. The ULDs, the ULD pallets that we are using uh, in, the air, in the air cargo industry in different sizes, optimization of the ULD pallets, different size of parcels, boxes, and different shapes of and uh, specifics of uh, cargo packages is all, also a very, very important uh, real-time data and uh, optimization of uh problem, we call it ULD uh, mm-hmm. optimization, 3D, 3-dimensional ULD optimization what? problem. We work on this a lot. Uh, we are uh, checking for some tests of uh, UAVs, uh, right? U- UGVs, sorry, first of all, UGVs, unmanned ground vehicles within the, within the hub in order to uh, speed up uh, for uh, for the processes between the between the storing area and uh, pallet breakdown and pallet uh, build-up locations, uh, we are also intensively working on RPAs, yeah. robotic process uh, automation uh, solutions. Indeed, we were lucky to uh, accelerate uh, our initial activities late 2019 and very early 2020. And uh, when, uh, when the pandemic hit Turkey and most of the uh, world by the beginning of uh, last year and the second quarter, especially the second quarter of last year, obviously, except the operating personnel, we had to ask uh, all of our teams in the office uh, to go and work from home to really be safe and uh, secure fully. Uh, that was obviously a burden into the efficiency of for planning teams, of our analytics uh, teams, uh, customer services, accounting, finance, and all the all, all the back office uh, works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were we were lucky enough to uh, accelerate some of our first RPA initiatives uh, mm-hmm. late 2019 and early 2020. And uh, by uh, uh, by early May last year, almost one year, we 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 had succeeded to launch four of these uh, robots, uh, robotic process automation solutions, and we call them Alpha, Bravo, Delta and Charlie. Yeah. Uh, They they have very quickly for us uh, replaced uh, more than 25 full time uh, personnel uh, Uh works in a a very, let's say, low value at works like uh, an engineer and analytics working in the Excel sheets, connecting the pricing with the right invoices for, let's say, for deviations, for answering the uh, different quotations, for managing the deviated uh, queries, and etc. Obviously, we have uh, engaged our our teams that are relieved from uh, these works into more evaluated uh, analytics, especially into the uh, decision-making processes and into the uh, reporting and analysis part of the uh, contingencies, especially, or to get involved in the contingency management, so that uh, during these difficult times, the RPAs very significantly helped us to- To grow, uh, to expand. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's,
0: it we sounds- are, we, we are, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I was just gonna say, it sounds as though you're covering so many, much so many different things a lot of innovation a lot of technology that is also going hand in hand with where the world is right now you know so it seems as though you had enough foresight or your business had enough foresight years ago to create this kind of hub to help build resilience into the uh, not just your business but in
1: terms of the future of air cargo the most important thing uh, i think that makes uh, in this holding these processes Turkish Airlines, in general, and Turkish Cargo, also in the Pacific, have a very young team. Mm. Our, our, our average, our average age uh, is uh, like twenty-six to twenty-seven really? years old. Yes, and even in our management. I mean, our we have a management team of 60, 60 people. Yeah. Uh, our average age is early thirties. That
0: that's management. revolutionary. So that's I revolutionary.
1: I am one of the oldest <laughs> in the organization. <laughs> uh, that, that makes always a lot of a lot of uh, nice uh, environments to really uh, test things, trial things yes. and we are encouraging our teams to uh, to build a learning environment. We are really right. not after mistakes or failure failures as long as they are not repetitive or they are not really above in a, any, any authority line. Uh, we are uh, really pushing our young teams to find better ways to do their day-to-day job, either with technology or with just uh, rethinking of their processes, huh? day-to-day activities. And frankly speaking, uh, this works uh, like an uh, innovation culture, uh, accelerating, accelerating the the working. Uh, uh, atmosphere of the uh, of the company as well, and year by year we can see that we are receiving more and more, both in terms of also in terms of quality, uh, suggestions, recommendations, or proposals that can really make the work uh, significantly different. And then it's just a matter of prioritization, and it's just a matter of aligning. And coordinating all the activities with the right steps that so that you don't lose the focus. And the focus is always in these four strategic pillars that I have mentioned.
0: Torhan, it sounds like uh, you work for a very uh, uh, revolutionary, you know, very very forward-thinking business, you know. And I think that in the the future of whatever air cargo, logistics, supply chain, the future of the industry, uh, to have such a diverse group of people at your business is really going to help set the pace uh, for innovation, you know, for for driving the future. So you've really you've really surprised yes. me, uh, you know, that statistic that you gave me there mm-hmm. about how young your group of yes. people are and how young your managers are and your your senior managers. Absolutely, it's a case study, an example. Uh, listen, this that that is all the time that we've got right now, Turhan, to to explore this, but. I really have enjoyed our conversation and 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 an insight into um, the vision that you guys have the um, uh, the ambition that you guys have and I wish you all the best and I really look forward to seeing this. Maybe hopefully when COVID lets up, maybe we can go and see uh, this
1: smartest uh, hub. Yeah, great. I, we would we, we love to to do that. Uh, there that once hopefully the COVID is over, we. Some global, hopefully, uh, a cargo events like uh, World Cargo Forum of uh, IATA yes. just yeah. examples are is planned for for October this year. Hopefully, having uh, the COVID and all the risks totally gone out, uh, yeah. we'll be glad to to to, uh, to welcome you and to welcome any of our uh, listeners uh, today if they are really interested. I would like to see uh, what. Turkish Cargo is experimenting in Istanbul in order to make sure that it becomes one of the best three uh, global air cargo carriers and service providers. Uh, they can see by their eyes, and they can, uh, they can, we can chat, and uh, will be glad to uh, welcome them and also get get their opinions uh, and inputs uh, on site uh, together. Well,
0: it's truly inspirational story. So we're we're all going to keep an eye on you and we're going to see how things are faring and no doubt we'll have you back on the show again uh, soon. Turhan, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for participating and for sharing your story. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Maria. It was a pleasure for me as well.
0: And for those of you listening, we will see you again at the next one. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us today at Transform Talks. I hope you found this valuable. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe, comment and share. I'll see you at the next one.